that all comes back down to the marketing and branding. How are we doing it? Are we marketing, branding ourselves as thou shalt department, right? Like we're required to do this, therefore thou shalt, or are we like, Supplier diversity is kind of the way of the future. You're leaving a lot of good thought and idea leaders on the table if we're not looking at them. We're here to help you find them so that we all have a job in 10 years. Welcome to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground, where we talk about supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity with everyone from academics, historians, and business leaders. With your hosts, Chloe Guidry-Reed and Adam Moore, you'll hear inspiring stories and practical tips for overcoming challenges and gaining insight into supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity. Let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by Higher Ground. Higher Ground is a technology company whose mission is to bridge the wealth gap through access to procurement opportunities. Higher Ground is making the enterprise ecosystem more viable, profitable, and competitive by clearing the path for minority-led, women-led, LGBT-led, and veteran-led small businesses to contribute to the global economy as suppliers to enterprise organizations. For more information on getting started, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H-I-R-E-G-R-O-U-N-D.io. Now on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. You're joined again by your two favorite hosts. I'm Adam Moore here with Chloe Goodry-Reed, and today we're discussing a hot topic in the supplier diversity world, the importance of branding and marketing to, to supplier diversity departments. With more and more companies installing their own supplier diversity program, the inevitable question arises, should businesses market their supplier diversity initiatives or are these supplier diversity programs just another cog in the corporate wheel? So, mm-hmm. Chloe, are you ready to break this one down today? I'm definitely ready. Right? Because it seems to me like this is what we're hearing on all fronts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm just going to cut to the chase, too. Go for I, it. I mean, I definitely think that they should be branding themselves and branding yes. their departments. I think yes. when you think about your stakeholders... For sure. Like right. you, you, yes. you've got internal, so you got to, they got to know what it is that you do. They got to mm-hmm. know when to reach out to you. And it's not something mm-hmm. that is static. It has to be this ongoing thing and it has to be dynamic as you and your supplier diversity team continue to evolve. You've got to make sure that everyone inside your organization is educated about what you guys do and how you can support the other business units. Exactly. Exactly. Because I think sometimes supplier diversity departments get lumped in kind of HR, DEI, or EEOC initiatives, right? They're like, oh, you're just another kind of HR person. When actually supplier diversity done correctly is a part of your strategic sourcing arm, right? right? So I definitely agree with you. You have to kind of draw that line of delineation. Yeah. Do we do a lot of the same things? Do we interact? Do we have dotted line over the RHR counterparts? Most definitely, because both parties need to support the other one in their initiatives, goals, and outreach programs. Right. But the mission is different at the core. Absolutely. Exactly. And the way we execute that's different at the core. So I agree with you. I think it's one of those things that you have to have a a branding strategy in place to delineate what it is you do, how it is different, and why it is important. People really need to kind of come to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I also think like if we think about just the external, I mean, there's so much value in marketing your supplier Mm -hmm. diversity program, Mm -hmm. not only because, you know, and depending on what your organization is, you market them, you bring in more suppliers 
then you can also sell to those small businesses as well. I mean, it can right. be a, a, a distribution channel for you on, exactly. in multiple ways. Like you could sell mm-hmm. your products to them, but then they could also sell their products to your yep. products to their customers and so forth yep. and so on. I mean, there's just a, a never ending opportunity that I think supplier diversity programs could have if they, you know, definitely marketed themselves externally. And I I think just to give that an example is like American Express, you know, they have a supplier diversity program and they do a lot of, you know, outreach, Mm -hmm. but it's twofold because they're always selling their cards and all these other various things. And I'm just like, this is genius. It's genius for them to be able to do that. Yeah, exactly. And another thing you need to be able to do is to reach out to your multicultural marketing arms, right? And yep. remind them, it's like, hey, guess what we're in front of all day? Yeah, the people you're trying to reach, right? <laughs> right. And and right. it's it's an amazing thing. You start having this kind of, they're like, oh, that never thought about that, right? Yeah, yeah. And everybody's trying to reach different demographics in their marketing programs. And so, you know, I think supplier diversity needs to realize that, yeah, we're an expense. I get it. But we can also do things to help drive business, right? We can make sure we're engaging those sales teams to whatever product or service we're selling, right? Who are you guys trying to target after? Oh, okay. We're going to a show, you know, in two months, three months that speaks to this, you know, this demographic, this people group. Yeah. Come along with us, meet some of them. You know? Yes, yes. You can use this as a customer discovery, you know, exactly. and, and research for sure. Exactly, exactly. And that's all part of that branding part of it, right? It's like, right. hey, we have a message to tell to. We're part of the firm. You know, this is what we're saying. Come be part, you know, come be part of the, the good stuff we're doing. So yeah. it is all part yeah. of that. But I think it also takes um, dynamic leadership to pull that off too, right? Yeah. So uh, as you and I both know, in the marketing world, you can't just have a flat message. No, right? or have a catchy catchphrase and then just hope that carries it all by itself. You have to have um, a little bit of a dynamic personality to kind of help sell some of that. I think that's an important thing to remember as we're talking about this is, you know, do do you have the people or can you train the people that you have to talk to that message, to support it, to amp it up? Yeah. Um, because truly, at the end of the day, that message is only as good as the people who deliver it. So true. And if you don't feel like you're a marketer or communications is your specialty, then I I think that you can tap into... That's the beauty of being in a larger organization. Tap into right. your marketing team, your external yep. communications team and help them and, and ask them to help you with creating not an yes. elaborate strategy, no. but no, no, no. you know some talking points and yes. a strategy for external marketing and branding. Exactly. Exactly. I, I completely agree. And I think the other thing we have to remember too is, you know, there's always that corporate comm angle too, right? And we have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, you have to work very closely with your marketing and your corporate comms because it's a great thing to say, we're going to go market our supplier diversity programs, but we also have to do it with inside the company constraints Absolutely. that we all live, that we all have to live by, right? So, and it can't just be as easy as your company name, supplier diversity. You know, no. we don't have to over-engineer <laughs> this marketing, right? And yeah. and and that type of thing. But you do need to differentiate what you're doing there. There has to be a mission and a vision for the program. <sighs> and here's you know, what our, our mission is. And I think if you revisit that every yep. year and continue to let that be like the driver of your marketing, I think by osmosis... <laughs> All of that will continue to happen. And what we've said so many times is making sure that the mission and and vision of the supplier diversity department is aligned with the organizational mission. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is super, super, super important. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know, and um, 
And that's even kind of a first step. Or do you do, now let me ask, so let me ask you this question. Do you think that's a first step, or is that just part of marketing and branding your supplier diversity department as a whole? And that is the whole mission vision statement, right? Which is going to be different than the corporate one because it's a little bit different extension. I mean, I do think it's the first step because for me, I I would try to get consensus from leadership. Like mm-hmm. here's, you know, we're gonna we're going to start doing some marketing and some branding, the branding of our, our department. And I just want to run this by you, the mission and the vision and make sure that they're in alignment because if they're not, it's going to be hard to continue to hold up those, that vision and hold up that mission. So I definitely think that getting consensus is, is the way to go. So definitely want to share that because who, I mean, there's no strategy. I mean, what are you going to do in terms of developing a strategy right. if you don't start with the mission and the vision? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then it kind of comes back to what we always talk about on the show, and that's understand the why and the kind of what the end game is, right? If I don't understand that, then none of it really makes sense. And and my marketing is just going to be white noise, right? It's going to be white noise out there. Exactly. But let's kind of putting a different angle on this conversation a little bit mm-hmm. too. You know, what I've been noticing a lot in corporate America is I'm getting approached by suppliers and it's like almost instead of leading with what they do well or what they want to, what service or product they want to bring in, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Adam's a supplier diversity manager, lead with supplier diversity. And I'm like, okay, no. that's not how I'm going to sell you into my firm. Believe right. it or not. Yes. <laughs> that's important. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to go, you know, to one of my service managers go, hey, I got this great group and they do supplier diversity real well. And they're going to look at me like, yeah, that's kind of your job. So, you know, right. And I think, I think we've gotten that a little twisted, Mm. Um, you know, and I think people are all like, and there's, and let me tell you what, some of these suppliers out here are doing a slam wonderful job on supplier diversity. So I'm not knocking the work. So don't stop, keep it up, but do realize that supplier diversity does kind of have a finite play. When it comes to yeah. branding and marketing you and your firm and your product, right? Because mm-hmm. it is a very vital thing that we do. It's a very important thing to do. We, we have dedicated two years of our life to do a podcast together on this topic. Yes. Right. But at the end of the day, it's only a small piece of the overall picture that you need mm-hmm. to be marketing yourself with. Right. And I think right. that's kind of a, I think that's the last thing. I think there are some companies out there that look at their particular industry and go, oh my, it's super saturated, right? Yeah. It's like every other person I meet is selling the same thing. Right. Um, and if you guys have listened to this show long enough, you know which category I'm talking about. Not going to call them out again. But they kind of panic and they're like, we need something different. Okay, uh, corporates are talking about supplier diversity, so we're doing the same thing too. <laughs> and you're kind of like, well, yeah, we kind of, yeah, you you should be. That's great. But yeah, yeah I'm not going to hire you because you have a wonderful supplier diversity program. I'm just, I'm, la- my- I'm, I'm smiling and I'm laughing because I feel like <laughs> I just had this conversation with someone Did and they were you? like, this should get us in the door now. And I'm like, mm. no, not quite. So it's funny that you're just reiterating that. Right. And now you can tell me how corporate actually said, in fact, go listen to episode. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. You can hear all about it. So, you know, I think it's important. I think it's something you mentioned. I don't think that's your five-minute elevator pitch. No. Right. And I've and I'm hearing it turn into part of your elevator pitches out there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of odd to me. It's like, well, we do supplier diversity, or they're like, we have mentoring programs. I'm like, oh, okay. That's wonderful. But I, I really need you to deliver this product. Yeah. I think what's right? happening, I think what's happening is these 
um, with a lot of these RFPs, they mm-hmm. are putting questions in there about that. And companies are, are starting yes, to I feel like, agree. oh man, like we're struggling with these questions. And this mm-hmm. is because we don't know how to answer this. Like this is going to be a ding for us in right. being able to win this business. Right. And I think it definitely does, but I think it's context is everything, right? I think right. make sure you have a response for that and stand up a program that, mm-hmm. you know, is a legitimate program so you can respond to that appropriately. But right. I definitely don't think that that's something that you should lead in in a conversation. No, no, no. It's not a way to start your your pitch for sure. Yeah. But I, but I think you and I are starting to see that a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so when we think about just whether I think we've answered the question, whether they should or right. not brand themselves. Yeah, I but totally agree. I totally agree. How, it, how, how, what are the best ways? And we said started with mission and vision. Yeah. Yeah. And then you brought up a great next step too, is like the corporate comms and bringing them in so that you make sure that right. you don't say anything or, or put it in some sort of medium that mm-hmm. is not approved by the organization. So I think right. that's another really, really good step. Yep. Yep. And, and I think you also have to think about actionable phrases, right? Mm. Um, and so I have run through some exercises before where they're like, we need a slogan. And that makes sense. You know, you want to put something uh, in, you know, in your email tagline, or, you know, maybe you're going to have shirts done for the team that you're working with, or, you know, just on a business card, or maybe yeah. you have a supplier diversity website, right? So you want something kind of catchy. Don't get overly verbose, in yeah. that, right? Yeah. Sometimes we can use yeah. mission and tagline. Uh, and all of a sudden I have people writing taglines. I'm like, well, you're explaining the mission, right? Um, yeah. And I've heard it explained very well. And that is it needs to be quick, right? And not so overly descriptive that a person can't apply some critical thought to it. Right. Um, I think the people who do this the best, believe it or not, is the military. I really do. Having come from a military background, I think mm-hmm. the military the units have some of the best slogans in the world, right? The special forces air support arm, their slogan is we own the night. I love it. I think we now know what they do. Yes. Right? It's I love short, it. it's simple, and you can put your own imagination to what does that mean? They what own does the that night. mean? I love right? that yeah. though. I know one other group was we are the shadows. So mm-hmm. right. I mean, it's it, these are kind of some those are some more hardcore statements, but yeah. the idea, the principle I'm trying to bring out is it's quick, it's simple, it's memorable. Yeah. And I kind of know what you do. I kind of know what you do. I kind of know what you do, right? Yeah. Um, but I think the important part that we miss a lot is we don't go back and we look at so what what did these really smart and remember corporations, if you're working for a big corporation, has spent millions on putting together purpose mission, values, right? They have spent millions of dollars on these statements. Go read those statements. What is a core principle of your firm? Put that in your own tagline, Mm -hmm. right? We, something like we create, uh, you know, like creating purpose and vision. Right. Uh, That's a great tagline for supplier diversity, right? Mm -hmm. You know, intersection of opportunity. Enhancing, yes. Enhancing corporate values. You know, some of those Mm -hmm. is, I mean, I just feel like that's, yeah. Elevating equity. Elevating that could be one. Exactly. I mean, I could go all day with exactly quick, simple, yes. kind of yes. it, you know, yeah. and, and something people can walk away with and they might not remember you, but they're like, oh yeah, such and such elevating equity. That was that team. Yeah. We got to work with them. Yeah. Right. So it, you, you want them kind of coming back for more. Uh, it, 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 I think that also then it adds 
that esprit de corps element to it that we don't talk about a lot. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's important, even internally for internal core conversations inside corporate, right? And that is yeah. you want people to kind of buy into that mystique, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's the word I'm looking for, right? Yeah. They want to see it's like, oh, well, supply diversity has kind of got a thing going on over here. Yeah. They're yeah. elevating equity, right? Yes. We, we want to be a part, part of, of this. Yeah, I want to be part of that. Yeah. Right. And so they kind of buy into that mystique, into that esprit de corps that you're creating. And yeah. now these conversations become easier because they're seeking you out. Because, I mean, remember what marketing does is marketing is trying to drive traffic. Right. right. At the end of the day, marketing, marketing 101, we're trying to drive traffic. So we're going to try to do things that we want to make people attracted to us and want to come to us with their problems and issues. So I have a question for you. So if you had to choose one first, would you? Okay come up with an internal marketing strategy or an external marketing strategy first? I'm going to say C, all of the above. Okay? <laughs> and I'm going to qualify my statement now. Yes, okay? yes, yes. I'm going to qualify my statement. I don't think the two should be that far apart. Right, right. Okay. So yeah. I think I can come up and say, here is my statement. Do mm-hmm. I modify it slightly for an internal audience versus an external audience? Maybe, maybe not. I'll tell you what, because right. I think it can get confusing, right? And the last thing we want to do is confuse supplier diversity professionals because we all know we confuse easy. Right. Okay. Let's just, let's just I think everyone does, to be we honest. Confuse with easy you. In I think we day just age, right? confuse yeah. easy. There's exactly. so much so, being thrown at us. So it's like, it's a just a lot. Being yeah. thrown at you, right? And it's like, yeah. okay, I'm, you know, it's like, okay, I'm working an internal event. What's my slogan? Oh, okay, I'm at a trade show. What's my slogan? Right. Mm-hmm. So if it's just kind of one, and it kind of talks to both, right? Elevating yeah. equity, that works internally and externally. Absolutely. If I'm standing Absolutely. in front yeah, I'm standing in front of an NGO group and I want to end my TED talk or whatever with like, remember us, we elevate equity. Yeah. Boom. That works, right? I'm talking to sourcing managers and I can say, remember, elevating equity. Right. Right. So it's the same, same statement, maybe delivered slightly differently, but it's still the same, same statement. So I'm gonna go with C, all the above. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it needs to be a a direct approach and mm-hmm. I and it needs to be consistent. It needs to be the same. Yeah. I was just thinking, I guess, from an approach, because it's like, ah. should, should we then once we've branded ourselves, and this right. is probably a completely separate conversation, do right. we then use this branding and market internally first and let the, mm-hmm. everyone internally know? Or do we start with external facing marketing? I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to take a playbook, a page from a playbook from the firm I just I just came from, right? So okay. everybody knows if you've been living, listening to this show for a while, I came from the financial industry yes. uh, and I was part of the big truest merger, okay? Mm-hmm. The strategy there was introduce the new brand internally first. Yeah. Okay. And I talked to several of the people in the marketing department about that. And they said it's a very simple strategy. It's a very simple um, reason, philosophy for doing that is you want the people on the inside of the firm to kind of adapt it and internalize it first before you put it out to the general public. And I have to agree with that, right? So if I have my current firm talking in the right language and internalizing the branding messages, supplier diversity department, well, then no matter what conference they go to, guess what? Your brand went with them. Absolutely. Right. So I would say I'd go internal first, get it put out there, bought into, get change agents going. And then once you kind of got traction internally, then start using it externally. 
Absolutely. And we actually, and if you use that same um, case study, didn't change the outward appearance of any of the branches, anything. Nothing changed until the internal marketing was done first. Yeah. And then things changed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you want to be able to have people speak confidently if asked about, oh, I heard you guys have a supplier diversity program and, you know, whatever questions that they may have. Yes. Yes. I, I, you want them to be informed, to be able Mm -hmm. to answer those and point them in the right direction around what the supplier diversity program does, what their mission is and be able to give them a good starting point. Exactly. And everything that the Supplier Diversity Team touches needs to use the tagline, whatever you've come up with, whatever you decided as a team that you're moving forward, it needs to be on everything. Your PowerPoints, yeah. your business cards, your emails, right? Figure out how to work it into talks and everything else you're giving, right? Because it needs to just become part of the culture. Absolutely. So now you're getting into like marketing programs and initiatives. Correct. Yes, exactly. So it, it can't be, you can't sit there. And I think what that kind of comes back to is we can't sit there and go, okay, we're going to put, we're going to do supplier diversity marketing. Okay. Yeah. I've written a mission statement, a value statement. I have a cool slogan. <gasps> Marketing's done On to the next thing. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely right. not. And unfortunately, we are all too often of, oh, that's done, checked off my list, moving on to the next thing. Mm. And there was no real go forward or, as you would say, marketing activation strategy behind what you just put together. Right, right. Exactly. Activation is very, very, very important for the success. It's key. It's absolutely key. It's what keeps the message alive and fresh and in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it just will disappear along with everything else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that activation is is really important, I think, on both mm-hmm. sides, the internal and the external. Yep. And I think, you know, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but okay. first of all, number one, I totally agree with you that ex- internal needs to be first. But okay. when you, I think for smaller teams, supplier diversity teams, and you get out, you find, you probably end up finding people inside the organization that want to want to be involved and want to be part oh, of yeah. this story mm-hmm. and probably will volunteer, especially if you have a smaller team to go to certain exactly. conferences and go to certain things. And yeah, I mean, I think that when you think about just the activation and the marketing pieces externally, mm-hmm. having all these people that work in different departments and have different functional roles that also speaks volumes about the organization, the intangibles, like, okay, this isn't just a supplier diversity team that's behind this mission and the vision there. This is an organizational, this is an organization that's behind this mission and vision. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And it's all part of, you know, now we're going to start talking about cultural change, right? Yes, and cultural yeah. buy-in and all that yeah. sort of good fun stuff. But but it all leads to that, right? It all kind of then starts to become that whole ecosystem you're creating. Then, like I said before, is that that whole idea. People now can buy into an idea, yeah. can buy into a program. Uh, and it's not just, oh, yeah, here comes the supplier diversity people again to push a diverse supplier on me. You want to add it to my RFP. Yay. Can't wait to have this conversation, right? When it, when it becomes something bigger than the people walking in the room. Yeah. That's when conversations start to change. And that's what marketing helps us do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when we think about just like the external side, I feel like now, and I, and I hear 
a lot of people say, oh, you know, like what you just said, oh, well, you want us to put a diverse supplier part of every RFP. Right. And a lot of companies have started implementing that and yes. are getting lots of pushback. Mm-hmm. And I would say the argument around that to a certain degree is, you know, the business world is changing and Quickly. the demographics mm-hmm. of our country is changing. And that shouldn't be something that's so far-fetched. If you don't have a diverse vendor, a part of every purchasing and and procurement opportunity that you have, you're not even evaluating. I don't even know what the percentage is of businesses right now, but it's over 50% of businesses that you're not even giving an opportunity at this. And what happens over time, I think, with companies is they are going to become obsolete. They're not taking advantage of the entire business ecosystem that we have in America. That's unique. Right. Exactly. And I think that comes back to part of the brand aspect of it. It's like, how am I pitching myself? How am I pitching my team? How am I pitching our services? Right. Right. It is. We're here to ensure you do it right. Okay. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Yes. Because at the end of the day, we are a compliance component. Right. Call it what it is. But, you know, Come in, be the consultant, be the, hey, let's find somebody new to talk to. Let's figure out new ways, you know, and it's not always the RFP. Let me, it's like, let me bring somebody in as an SME and they can help you know what you don't know. Right. right? Let, let me, let's, let's bring in some other people. Let's have lunch and learns. Let's, you know, do some creative things. But that all comes back down to the marketing and branding. How are we doing it? Are we marketing, branding ourselves as thou shalt department, right? Like we're required to do this. Therefore, thou shalt or are we like supplier diversity is kind of the way of the future you're leaving a lot of good thought and idea leaders on the table if we're not looking at them we're here to help you find them so that we all have a job in 10 years yes that's exactly right thinking about the future absolutely absolutely well i think we've laid out some really good steps here I think so too. I I am actually, you know, I'm I'm very encouraged by this conversation actually and, and kind of excited. I've already got some ideas for my team. They're going to be so glad that I recorded this episode with you today. Um <laughs> but I hope it helped some of our other people kind of think about it a little bit differently too and 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 see that, you know, supply, supplier diversity is a very versatile arm and we have to yeah. make sure that it's elevated to a level that gets some attention. Yeah. And one thing I can say about supplier diversity professionals is they're so welcoming. So if you are at an organization trying to figure out how do I do this and how do I come up with a slogan, how do I market myself? If you see an organization who's done it really well that you like, I would encourage you to reach out to that, the head of supplier diversity over there. I mean, I literally have had no one ever be like, no, hey, I can't no. talk to you right now about this. No. Like, no. Mm-mm. So you will, I mean, I think that that is part of this sort of ecosystem that I really, really appreciate and really love is that we're all working towards equity and exactly. making sure that suppliers have equal opportunity. And as such, we're willing to work with each other to help further this mission. Could not agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Could not agree more. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us some reviews on Apple Podcasts and be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn at Chloe Reed and Adam Moore. And please check out our previous shows and stay tuned for next time. See you soon.
Thank you for listening to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. We are grateful for the time you spend with us and participating in these conversations. Please review and rate and share our show as we are focused on growing awareness in the supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity space. If you'd like more information, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H-I-R-E ground dot I-O. Thank you for being here and we look forward to seeing you next week.